with the free download from the Lamb Yeah, look, there's some chairs here, and there's a couple at the back. Oh, yeah, just share a chair, that's great. Right, okay, now, if you need, that's it. Okay, so I'm going to give some presents out randomly, okay, don't worry, it's nothing scary, you don't have to, like, do some charades or anything like that, okay, okay, you just have to hold the present. So I'm just going to randomly give out some presents, okay. Could I give some out to the back there? Excellent. Brilliant. Helen, there you go. So you can't keep these presents, I'm afraid. Yet. You might be able to, eventually. I'm going to give you that, okay. Oh, look at you. You're really very quiet, look. Can I give one out the back there? I know, it is. It is the anticipation, isn't it? There, look. There you go. Well, look, we've got a few left here. Thank you. Can I give one to you, Sue? There you go, key. Right, okay, now, random, randomly, hopefully, just distri- distributed those. Now, I'm going to read you the nativity story, okay? And as I read it, I'm going to say the words right and left quite a lot. Okay? Now, if I say the word right, you have to pass the parcel to the person on your right. Do we know our right and left? <laughs> if I say the word left, you have to pass it to the person on your left. Now, if you're at the end, like Wendy and Keith, then you pass it over. Or like that. Is that okay? Right? Are we, do we know what we're doing? So, if you've got a parcel, you pass it to the right. You keep hold of it, and then you pass it to the right again. I'm going left with right. <laughs> I'm confusing things. Okay, to the right or to the left. Yeah? Okay, let's go. Let's see if we can do this. Okay. In those days, Caesar Augustus decided to count everyone left living in the whole Roman world. Joseph left, taking Mary with him, right to his town of Bethlehem to register. <laughs> We're going all right so far? When they arrived, there were no rooms left. All the inns in Bethlehem were right full. There was just nowhere left for them to stay. Finally, someone offered to let them stay right in their stable. Mary was pregnant, and while in Bethlehem, the right time came for her to give birth. She gave birth to a boy right there, right there in a Bethlehem stable. The saviour of the world was born. Mary wrapped, Mary wrapped him with leftover strips of cloth and laid him right there in a manger. Some shepherds who lived right near Bethlehem were out at night in their fields watching over their sheep. Right then, they saw a bright light. The light was so bright they had to close their eyes. When they opened them again, a beautiful angel was standing right in the sky, right above them with his arms left open wide. The shepherds looked right at each other and they were left feeling very afraid. 
Then the angel spoke right to them. Do not be afraid. I'm right here to bring you good news for all people. Today, right here in Bethlehem, a baby has been born. He was... Are we having confusion here? He is the right one. The one that will save the world. You know the right baby. We haven't got any going on here. Is there something going mad here? Hang on. Look, give, me, give me one here. Oh, yeah. Give me one here a minute. I'm going to just put one over here, just to spice things up over in this corner. <laughs> okay, all right. Right, okay, hang on. Don't, that wasn't right. No, what? <laughs> you will know the right baby because he will be left wrapped in cloth and laying right there in a manger. Right then, a large group of angels appeared right there. And they said, glory to God and peace to all people left on the earth. (laughs) The shepherds were left amazed and excited. (laughs) They all hear. If someone's just putting them in their pockets. (laughs) I'm not giving them to anybody. Oh, they, right, where were we? The shepherds were left amazed and excited. They had to go right away to see the baby the angels were talking about. They left as fast as they could and soon found Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus right where the angels said they would be. The shepherds fell right to their knees when they saw Jesus and they were left filled with joy that they'd found the Saviour. They stayed for a short time and then left. As soon as they left, they began shouting in the streets and telling everyone left in the town what they'd seen. Right after Jesus was born, wise men travelling right on their camels noticed a very strange star right in the sky. They knew that the right one would have saved the world and been born. Right away, King Herod got very worried. He assembled all the important people left in the area and asked them where this baby had been born. The people replied, right in Bethlehem. Right away, King Herod got very worried. They say never work with children or animals, don't they? He assembled all the important people left in the area and asked them where this baby had been born. The people replied, right in Bethlehem. Right then, King Herod called the wise men to meet him. He asked them to go and find the child right away. Right, as soon as you find him, he said, tell me so that I can go to him right away and worship him. (laughs) After the wise men spoke to the king, they left to find the baby. They didn't know where the right place was, but followed the star left in the east until it hung right over the place where Jesus was born. When they found Jesus, they bowed right down and worshipped him. Right after that, they opened the gifts they had brought Jesus. Gold, frankincense and myrrh. Simon! And I'm blaming the children! And it's you! 
Here, look. This is gonna. This is like nothing going on over here. Look. All the presents, especially up all the presents. Goodness sakes. Now I've lost my place. <laughs> right after that, they opened the gifts they had brought Jesus. I've done this. But gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then they left to find a place to sleep for the night. That night, the wise men had all the same dream, right as they were sleeping. They were not to go right back and tell King Herod where they had found Jesus. King Herod wanted to kill Jesus because he was jealous of him. So the wise men left for home another way so that Herod would not know the right direction they'd come from. They also decided right then that they would not tell King Herod anything about what they had seen. When the wise men left, an angel appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Arise, take Jesus and Mary, and run right to Egypt. Joseph got up right away and woke up Mary. She quickly picked Jesus right up and they left in the middle of the night for Egypt where they'd be safe. We're coming to an end, it's okay. What's happening? You get penalty points. Right after King Herod died, an angel appeared again right away to Joseph and told him to go right to a place called Nazareth. And that's right where Jesus grew up. Okay, give yourselves a round of applause. How many presents do we have back there? Give these presents to me. Wait, pass those around. Pass pass them around. Right, I'm going to give some presents over here to folks. Pass them out around. There you go. Honestly, what's going on? Just pass it around, that's fine. Now then, anyone who's got a present can open up their present and keep it. So open up your presents, folks. You can open up your presents and keep it. Yeah, you might. Oh, that's very sweet of you. There's... Yeah, Joseph over there if you want to, yeah. That's it. Open up your presents, see what you've got. (laughs) Okay, right then. Now that didn't go quite according to plan, but hey, never mind. Welcome to my Christmas Day, family Christmas Day. We always play that game. (laughs) But not with a nativity story, but anyway. Okay, now listen. Um, If if you've got something, if you open something up, and if an adult is sitting by a child, they might be able to help with this, okay? Um, On your present, there might be a little something written on your present, and it says something about Jesus, and... I just want you to shout out, if you can, if there's anything written about what Jesus is on your present. Okay, he's a wonderful counsellor, almighty God, Prince of Peace, what else? The Redeemer. The Rock. Yeah, brilliant, anything else? He sets free and gives hope. He's the deliverer. Yep. Anything else? Light of the world. Bread of life. Victorious one. 
He's the judge. Sacrifice for our sins. Good. Almighty one. Brilliant. The good shepherd. Yes, the high priest. The mediator. Excellent. Good. He's the head of the church. Brilliant. Good. Excellent stuff. Right, there's loads of things there. Tim, I was wondering, could you just pop the PowerPoint up for me? Now, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to spend much time speaking today. We've looked at a lot of things over this Christmas period about the message of Christmas. But I just want to share a little thought with you today. And um, this is just some of the things that Jesus is, and you can read them up there. Um, It's a bit small, but that's what was on the sweets and the chocolates. And we've unwrapped those gifts this morning. um, And it's nice to have chocolates and it's nice to have sweets. But the greatest gift at Christmas is Jesus. That is the greatest gift. And Jesus obviously wasn't just a baby in a manger. Jesus was all these things to us. Okay? (laughs) That is brilliant. Now, I think if Jesus, Jack, was born today, that's what we'd be bringing him, wouldn't we? I mean... The shepherds shouldn't have gone on, you know, donkeys and camels. They needed skateboards. That's what they needed. Absolutely. Brilliant. (laughs) But Jesus isn't just a baby in a manger, is he? Jesus is all these things to us. And I want us to think about, if we can think about anything this Christmas time. We're celebrating the birth of Jesus. But Jesus is all these things. Whatever our situation is, whatever we're going through, whatever is happening in our lives, if we allow Jesus in and we allow him to be the opportunity give him the opportunity to be all these things to us. He can be. He is the mighty God. He is our shepherd. He is our hope. He is our peace. He is the one that loves us, forgives us. He's all these things and so much more. And a few years ago, I um, spoke about one of the hidden messages within the Nativity Christmas story. And I've just read to you the Nativity story, and we're all very, very familiar with it, and we watched it this morning on, on that clip. But actually... There are some things about the nativity story that aren't true, that we've just sort of made up along the way. And one of those things is the whole idea of Mary and Joseph going to a stable and there being no room at the inn and an innkeeper. Of course, those things aren't actually true of the Christmas story, but we've sort of put them in there. And it's nice, but I want to have a little look just quickly at the truth. And the truth is, is that Actually, the, there wasn't a stable. And when you look in the Bible, it doesn't mention a stable, but it does mention Jesus being placed in a feeding trough. So our little Western minds think of a stable, don't we? Because we think of animals and a feeding trough. But actually, that wouldn't have been the case. And the whole idea of an inn with an innkeeper wouldn't have been the case either. Joseph was going back to Bethlehem, and he was of the line of David. So he's quite important in one sense. And being of the line of David, Bethlehem was called the city of David. And so being the city of David, Joseph would have been accepted. And Joseph and Mary were going back to Bethlehem, his hometown, so the family would have welcomed him in. And so it's probably more likely that actually they were staying in a little little house like this, a peasant's home, a family home, okay? And because of the houses in those days, they would have an outhouse little bit with the animals, but they would bring the animals in of an evening, and the feeding troughs were in the family living room. So it's quite possible that really, Jesus was born into this ordinary family home, 
and placed in one of those little mangers in the feeding trough, but in the home. And the word that we've got for in in the Bible, because we do read in, but it's not the commercial in that we think of. Actually, that's been lost in translation. And actually, if you look at the translation, it just means place to stay. And actually, if you look at the Bible commentary, it sometimes says guest room. And so there was no room. There was no room for them in the guest rooms of the homes. There was no room there. But they still were welcomed in to perhaps just a small little family home like this, a peasant home. And I think there's something important about that. I'm not just telling you that because I want to ruin your stable stories, okay? Honestly, I'm not. I think it's... I think actually there's something special about the fact that it wasn't just an accident that they came to Bethlehem and suddenly Mary had to give birth and there was no room and they had to find a stable. No, God had always planned that they'd go back to Bethlehem and Jesus would be born into a very ordinary peasant home, a family home. And okay, there wasn't enough room in the guest room, but they did their best and they offered what they had and it was enough and Jesus was born into that home and I think that's a really powerful powerful point because all along God had planned that and we can sometimes think maybe about our own lives and wonder whether you know we're good enough or whether we what we can offer is the best and perhaps when we are asking Jesus to come into our hearts and our lives and our situations we wonder and worry perhaps well actually Jesus won't visit me in my situation or in my need or in my prayer or whatever it might be. And I think what this shows us is actually, no, actually your your best is good enough for Jesus. Jesus was born into this very ordinary home to Mary and Joseph into this peasant situation, but that was the plan all all the time. And I think it's a beautiful story. And I think if we can think about anything this Christmas time and going into the new year, that actually Jesus wants to be born into our lives. And we might think we don't have much to offer. We might think we're pretty ordinary. We might think that our, our best isn't good enough, whatever it might be, but actually it is. And Jesus wants to enter into our lives, into our situations, into everything that is going on. And he is all these things for us, and way more. Jesus comes into our life. And if we allow him that opportunity to enter into our situations and into our hearts, then he can be these things. And I think that's a beautiful story, a beautiful message of the nativity story. His God planning that his son, that he would come down and be born into this family home, into the very heart of just a very ordinary setting, into an ordinary group of people. And Jesus wants to come alive in us, in our situations, whatever we're going through. And actually, your best is enough. Thank you for listening to this free download from Delancey Elam Church. For more downloads or to contact us, please visit our website at delanceyelam.co.uk.